Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations, episode 105. You know, every single time we hit that next number, we're always kind of like that. I guess if if you're watching on YouTube, you just saw what I did. But if if you're not watching on YouTube, you're like, what? What? Uh, I did that like emoji where like their hands are up and around their face and their mouth is open wide eyed, just like, holy cow, I can't believe we're here. Um, That was funny. (laughs) I am in all sorts of sorts today, but I'm excited to talk Ange uh, because she brought forward a great topic idea um, that I think we're going to have very, not different opinions, but I think we're just going to be able to bring different things to the conversation today, which is the point of life. Like the point of a conversation is not to be closed minded and stick to your point and speak to just try and get everyone to understand where you're coming from. The point of a conversation is to share ideas, share perspectives and be open-minded and being willing to grow. Like you don't have to agree with everyone. And a lot of times Ange and I actually disagree, but in that space of disagreeing, we've both opened our perspectives to see life from a different viewpoint, which just grows our empathy for other people and recognizing that everyone has a different story and everyone lives a different life. So today's conversation is going to be about problems. When problems pop up in our life and how we reach solutions and if there is a solution. So I'm really excited to dig in and kind of see where this conversation takes us. But before we jump into it, let us introduce Ange. Angie, how is it going? What is going on? Uh, Tell me all the things. Hey, girl. Hey, so exciting to be here. Um, Yeah, I agree with what you (laughs) said at the start. Like when we hit that 105, it's episode 105 today. I'm like, how? What? It feels wrong. <laughs> like, how are we there already? But yet he- here we are, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about our chat today too, because I, well, first of all, I, I really want to point out that little prevamp that you had made, like in terms of it being a conversation. It's true. We don't have to agree with each, with each other and we don't have to um, like, well, we can definitely agree to disagree on, on certain things, but the, you're right. The whole point of a conversation is not to get someone to understand you. It's to 
better understand the situation for what it is, but also having both parties involved or multiple parties involved in the conversation to better understand the other individual, not necessarily the issue at hand, but the individual and especially how the individual would then deal with that said issue. And we're talking about problems. And um, I just want to also point out that this is not for us. um, It's not a conversation for us to just spew out all of our problems. It's more from a general standpoint. And my, my general standpoint, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Yeah. It's It's coming from a place of we have all these problems, right? And we can choose to look at the problem. And what will happen when we look at a problem is we're going to see a problem in something else in our life. And we constantly get into this like itemization or another way of calling it is catastrophizing, where you're just consistently compiling all the different problems on top of each other until now, all of a sudden it's a huge problem. Um, those of you that are, have, or are in a relationship, I, I'm hoping we didn't necessarily find this out this way, but I had to navigate it in my life at a certain point. It happens in relationships where we withhold certain problems in our life. And all of a sudden, one thing sets us off. And now all of a sudden, it's a huge blow up. Well, you did this, you did this, you did this. And we don't, we have not ever taken the time to address any of those previous issues, except for that one time that it just immediately just blew our top. So now here we are in this in this state of mind. So before I even continue on, Sid, does yeah. this resonate with you? And what are your I thoughts re- on, on what you just said, I think is a great point. You know, whether you're in a relationship or not, it doesn't matter. That's not the point, but I see what you're saying. When you live with someone, it, you always have to consider somebody else's I was going to say opinion, but that's not even the word. Like just you're creating a life together. So it's Mm -hmm. different. You're not just involving yourself. Right. So in finding solutions, you got to work together and recognizing there's a problem. You got to work together and we can't play the blame game. Right. Mm -hmm. But what you said really stuck out to me when you said, when we withhold the problem, it turns into a blow up. And the quote is, when the more you resist, the problem persists. Like if you're going to ignore it, if you're going to avoid it, it doesn't go away. And like, it's, so it's interesting the way that you're bringing this up. Cause before we pressed record, when you mentioned, this is what you want to talk about. I kind of went, like my mind went a totally different direction, but I love how you're starting this off because the way that I see a problem is Like, I believe you will not gain clarity. You will not receive the solution when you're stuck in the problem. So you were saying earlier that like, it just, it easily piles up when you're focused on the problem, then the next thing and the next thing and tie in your emotions to that. It's because when you're irritated, when you're frustrated, when you're angry, when you're resentful, it like breeds more of those low vibrational energies and that low vibrational emotion. So when you're stuck on a problem and and that's the emotion that's coming forward, of course, you're going to notice more and more problems in your life, right? But if you want to reach a solution, you have to first step away and come out of that low vibrational emotion and that low vibrational energy. Because if you come at the problem with anger 
it's just going to cause the other person to then feel your anger and be combative. And it's going to just explode, right? So when we withhold the problem, it turns into a blow up totally. Because when you avoid and ignore, the problem is just going to continue on. Because how does the other person know that they are taking action in a way that makes you angry? Um, So there's so much that we can keep going on this, but I want to hear your thoughts on what I've said. (laughs) I love it. I'm, I'm just in, I'm just in agreeance. Like I'm in agreeance with it all because it's, it's, it's true. It's hard when you're in the middle of a problem, you're in the middle of a, a difficult situation. You're trying to come out the other side of it, but you're in it. And it's, it's true because sometimes when you're in the thick of things, let me rewind. Let me rewind this for a sec. There is another quote that I like to use, and it's when emotions are high, intelligence is low. So with that quote in mind, when you're in the thick of things, when you're in a very heightened emotion and you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you're nervous, you're scared, you're all those things, you're in the thick of it. Does your, do you think your logical mind is going to work for you? (laughs) No, it is not going to work at all until you're able to at least understand how to separate your emotions from where you're currently at. And emotional intelligence is a huge stepping stone in all of this. Yes. Personal growth and, and all those other things. But again, having that emotional awareness is so huge when you're in the thick of a problem because what happens sometimes is when those things are stockpiled over and over and over again, We're adding more and more emotions, more and more emotional um, disclarity. What's the opposite of clarity? Cloudy? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I don't even know. I was like, I'm coming up with words here. But you you get more emotional um, cloudiness. Like it it doesn't seem crystal clear with where you're at in your emotions. It doesn't seem crystal clear in anything. So if anything, it's like you're digging your hole a little bit deeper. Well, and it, it, you know, what comes up for me when you say that, that disclarity or that cloudiness with your emotions, for me, it's emotional exhaustion, yeah. right? Like, and when you're exhausted, you can't take action from an uplifted state in a clear headspace, right? When you're exhausted, everything is cloudy. Everything is uncertain, right? There's so much more confusion and, and it, I have a situation in my mind that's coming forward. I, I had a problem. So getting a little personal here, I had a problem in the sense that like my lease for my vehicle is ending soon. And just based on my financial position, I was very uncertain in what step I need to take next, because uh, not only do I need a vehicle, but I want a vehicle. Um, So I'm I'm not going to just like end my lease and then be vehicle less vehicle You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but there was so much emotion around it for me because A, I don't like to ask for help. And B, uh, my fears around lack, especially financial lack, was something that I was still working through at the time. And so to talk to my parents about my problem, I felt emotionally exhausted because I'd already run through the problem in so many different ways. And I tried to look for a solution in so many different ways. And yes, there are many solutions, but all, I couldn't see the clarity of the solutions and how they would help me because I just felt stuck in my problem with my current financial position. So when I was talking to them, all of my emotions were just like bleeding out and they thankfully are so patient and so 
calm and like supportive that they let me bleed through all of that, that emotion that was coming forward. So once I kind of let it all out of me, then I was able to hear their perspective and I was able to receive the clarity that they were carrying. And it just helped me that much more to kind of navigate the problem. So essentially what you're saying is let out whatever the problem is. Don't keep it to yourself. Yeah. Don't keep it to yourself and not only let it out, but like, let yourself feel the emotions that are attached to that problem. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs, yet still feel like there is nothing working? Lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself that this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day, and the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today. Don't create a story as to why you're feeling the emotions. Simply let yourself express those emotions because emotions only last for six to 90 seconds right? I mean, obviously if you're sharing a story, they're going to, they're going to prolong, right? They're going to last a little bit longer because you're still talking about it, but Mm -hmm. actually expressing the emotions that are tied to that problem, it allows the fear to not be as, to not be bigger than what the problem actually is. Exactly. Cause that's really the, the biggest thing of, of our, all of our, Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is the biggest thing of all of our problems is the stories we've created in our mind based off of the problem itself. And that's where I started off this chat is the more often we look at the problem, the more we see other things that aren't necessarily right. So how do we get out of that? Well, you just said it, let it, let it out (laughs) and let it out. This can even be journaling about it. This could be talking to somebody, um, in whatever other method, but to be quite honest, I am such a firm believer in actually saying it out loud because there are, there are, I can't talk today. There are a lot of us that process things mentally. We think about it. We're overthinkers and that's just how we make decisions. And that's fine. I'm not saying that that's the wrong way of doing it. Mm. Again, I do firmly, (laughs) I'm not going to point fingers here, but I'm just saying that there are better ways and healthier ways and, I know this because of the help that I've been able to receive by simply reaching out saying that, hey, I just, I'm struggling right now, whether it was mentally, whether it was with a specific problem. But as soon as I uh, asked permission to at least have the other person hold space for me to just express my problem, it allowed me to have no shame, no guilt towards whatever I was feeling about the problem. And it allowed me to almost create this, my own safe space to let out whatever was on my mind. And I think that's the biggest piece that we lack in just everybody in general. We, we don't know how to hold or create a safe space for us to allow ourselves to move through the emotions. Well, and that's the point right there is that when you're in a problem, your intellectual mind is gathering all of your past pain, all of the experiences you've had from the past, not only in your life, but maybe 
experiences that your parents had and they placed their pain onto you or, you know what I mean? Or society's pain, like your, your logical mind, your intellectual mind goes to everything from the past and the pain that has been experienced. And that's where your fear is built off of. So when you find yourself in a problem and you're thinking about it logically or rationally, your mind is saying, oh, wait, we felt this pain before. We got to be careful over here. And what that means is you don't feel safe. You don't feel safe in that problem. And again, if you just keep thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it, it's going to persist and the fear is going to become so much larger. So I love how you share, you know, step number one is let it out, like talk about the problem, journal about the problem. And that, you know, what's attached to that first step is making sure that you have a safe space to do it in. So you can remind your intellectual mind, hey, we're safe right now. It's okay. We don't need to freak out. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier, where my mind went to when you wanted to bring this topic forward was, You know, we're not going to reach the solution if we stay focused on the problem, because when we stay focused on the problem, our mind, our emotions and our entire energy is in that fear based space of, you know, what's the pain that may or may not come from this, whereas when we let it out. We have that safe space. We recognize I'm safe. It's okay. Then we open ourselves up to receive solutions, whether Mm -hmm. that solution is coming from somebody else or you decide to, this happens to me, but I decide to go for a walk just to kind of like calm my nervous system. All of a sudden my mind has thought of like five solutions where I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I not think of these before? Because when you're stuck in the problem, you're resisting clarity. hundred percent. And then you block yourself from receiving solutions to your problem. So is it really working festering in your mind? <laughs> Again, no. I'm not going to point any fingers, uh, but <laughs> Sid said it. No. <laughs> well, so and that, that- you- Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to say is that like you said earlier, I'm not going to say it's wrong to like use your mind to make a decision. And I, if you guys are watching on YouTube, I shook my head because I think it is wrong (laughs) because if you follow human design, it is a very, very, very limited amount of people who actually are meant to use their mind to find the most aligned decision for you. So And I just want to point this out because I already said it, when we stay in our mind, our intellect focuses on all the pain we've already experienced. So it's no wonder it takes us a lot longer to find a solution when we stay stuck in our mind. Maybe we eventually do come to that solution, but we feel a lot more pain and it fuels our fears. So there are much easier and better ways to come to a decision when you tie in your human design. 100%. And that's why I didn't want to say it was wrong because there are just better ways. (laughs) There are better ways. Yeah. Better ways for sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So I would love to know then let's turn 
let's turn things around because originally when we chatted, um, we wanted to come up with a topic today and yeah, we wanted to talk about problems. Um, and the reason for that was because there's, I feel like there's a lot of problems going on in my life and, um, it, it makes sense. Sometimes I need these conversations as reminders. Sometimes I need these conversations to hopefully have somebody in my life also here in on these conversations. Um, but I'd love to know if there's anything that's going on in your life, Sid, that something we we might not have had a chat about in a while or just something recent that has popped up in your life and how you've been able to move through it or how you've been um, maybe struggling to move through it. Yeah, I think it, I actually I actually had a thought about maybe something that I would want to talk about on this week's podcast. And Maybe it kind of flows with the idea of problems, maybe not, but I saw somebody post on Instagram the other day uh, about hustling and, you know, it was some sort of quote, like one of those inspirational quotes along the lines of like, if you want to get something, if you want to like live the life of your dream, whatever it was, like you got to hustle, you got to hustle and you got to work hard. And the quote made me really angry because I agree in a sense that like you have to work for what you want, but I think that that idea of hustle has led us to believe that, you know, we're robots and we should always continue going, 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 going. And, and in that space, when we find that we don't have energy, we then shame and guilt ourselves as to, you know, why am I not hustling right now? Why am I not working hard? Oh my gosh, I'm losing out on everything. And, you know, right now, as we record this, I'm in, you know, my, I'm on my monthly cycle, um, currently menstruating. (laughs) Sorry if you're a man, but Hey, TMI. Yeah. 50% of the population does this. So like, Mm -hmm. let's remove the stigma around it. And I've learned through my monthly cycle that, you know, for a week to 10 days, I have less energy and I have learned that I really need to honor myself and not shame and guilt myself in this space. So I think a problem that I've experienced in the past is that when I have this kind of drained lower energy, I would shame myself and saying, you know, I've got all these things I need to be doing right now. Why am I not doing them? Mm. And again, I didn't acknowledge that, Hey, I'm not a robot. I'm not supposed to have consistent energy 24 seven. And rather than force and pressure myself into something that doesn't feel good, how can I create a safe space for myself to honor how I feel And recognize, hey, when I take care of my body, when I take care of my mind, when I take care of my spirit, everything feels better. It feels easier. Life flows and solutions come. So I know I just Mm kind of tied it into the whole step-by-step process of problems, but yeah. Yeah. That, what are your thoughts, Ange? Well, it's, it's interesting that no wonder you fell off. I know it kind of like veered the conversation, but no wonder you fell off when you saw that Instagram post about the whole idea of hustle, hustle, and then you'll get exactly what you want. But you've literally just proved to yourself that pushing yourself through the low energy that your state is in once a month. So ladies, this is probably also you too. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. If you're forcing yourself to do all these things, you're going to keep 
creating more problems, more resistance. It's going to feel harder and less attainable for you to reach to whatever it that thing is that you're trying to get to. You're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path. But you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. And the way that you expressed yourself, Sid, is you're saying that no wonder I disagree because I need to find room and space to allow myself to move through this with as much grace as possible. Meaning you're not forcing yourself on a low energy day to do four, 14 hours of work. Like you're maybe going to do four hours of work or 40 minutes of work and then realize, okay, now I need this for my body. I need a healthy, nutritious meal. I need to have some water, like simple little things in that regard. But again, the hustle doesn't always hear everyone's problems. And you talked about an Instagram post. I want to bring up another Instagram post. I thought, because you and I are on the same wave, like in this, in, in the, in the regards to hustle and another word for all of us woke people <laughs> flexing, you flexing. I am living. See the difference. You're trying to impress. I'm trying to progress. The focus is different. So for some people, we're trying to impress our friends. We're trying to impress our family by hustling because they've done it for so long. Our generations have done it for so long, but yet you and I said, and whoever else is listening to this podcast, we're here on a journey that's very different than impressing. We're here to progress. And it doesn't mean progress internally. It also means externally. Yes, but it has to start from within. And if we're so focused on this hustle and this idea of flexing, then yeah. Are, are we really living? Are we, or are we just really doing all the things that we were once told to do in order for us to reach that quote unquote level of success? So if you are one of those people and you're constantly forcing yourself on this hustle mentality, remember we talked about the problem. If you're so focused on hustling and let's get better, let's get better, let's get better. Are you actually fixing it? Or are you creating more? And if you've been listening to this podcast so far, you'll realize you are creating more for yourself by not even separating yourself from the hustle. If it's not working, stop forcing it. Take a step back. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that that really ties into the concept of problems, because I think a lot of the problems that we experience in our life are because we think we should be somewhere else or we should yes. be doing something else. So when a problem pops up in your life, it's really great to take a step back and ask yourself, Am I creating this problem because I think I should be following somebody else's way of living? Am I, am I seeing this as a problem because I think I'm not living up to somebody else's standards? It, is this problem more focused on trying to impress somebody else rather than show up and support myself in what I need right now? Right. So mm -hmm. I love how you brought that concept of like flexing and, 
you know, it's, it's more about progress rather than impressing. And that's the same thing as hustling. It's not Mm -hmm. about getting somewhere. So everyone else looks at you and says, wow, look at where they are. It's about getting somewhere because you're proud of yourself for making those moves and you honored your energy throughout that process. It like hustling is not bad in the sense that you should never hustle, but you have to look at your energy. You have to look at how you feel. If you're feeling uplifted and motivated, go for it, right? Use that energy to your advantage. But if you're feeling drained and exhausted, don't pressure yourself to be someone else. Don't pressure yourself to be in a different space, be in the moment. And if you think that you're feeling drained and exhausted is a problem, well, don't push through it. Because when you resist, the problem persists, Mm -hmm. you know, take a step back, look at, you know, why am I feeling exhausted? You know, what led me to this problem, right? How can I, how can I create a safe space for myself to honor that this is the way that I feel right now? And through that, I know a solution will come. 100%. And I want to kind of tie this in because it goes so beautifully with what you just said. It's this idea of um, create um, clearing, I should say, clearing our physical space to clear our mental space. And what I mean by that is you, you said an example earlier about how you went for a walk, then all of a sudden, all these solutions were popping up in your mind. It's the same idea. If you're, if you're stuck in a position where all you see is problems, you're not able to see the solutions. Well, look around you. How much physical space can you see? Is one thing pushed up next to another? Is it stacked up on top of each other? Is it just piled all neatly together, neatly as, as whatever that looks, organized chaos. Um, But think about your physical space. Cause if you were able to look around and it seems cluttered, that's a perfect indicator that no wonder you can't figure out your solution, you have to clear your physical space to help you clear your mind. And what you're doing in that process, as you're clearing the space, you're allowing your mind to almost quote unquote, distract yourself from the problem to see the solution of, Hey, I've just created more space. I'm creating more space, creating more space, creating more space. So now you've completely shifted your mindset to, Hey, I'm creating more space now. So, Oh yeah, I have more space to think about that problem you had earlier. And it's just going to magically pop in there because all that space that you've created from your physical space is now moved up here in your mind. So again, like if you're in that position where you're struggling so hard, do something as simple as like clean up an area. Like you have a messy desk, clean up the top of your desk. You have a messy room, you know, start cleaning that up. But I, that is a hundred percent the easiest way I want to say, especially if you can't have a conversation, um, or for whatever reason, or you're not ready to have a conversation, then start doing something that's going to actually support you and benefit you and understand how and why it's going to support you and benefit you. Cause if you're doing things just to do things, thinking it's going to help you, those aren't facts. You're just thinking it's going to help you. That's not true. It's not actually helping you holding it inside of your mind. What's important is no, is focusing on the facts, moving from there to help you get to that solution. But it's by moving in some sort of capacity, not just staying still. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You have to shift the energy and everything is energy. So your thoughts are energy. Your emotions is energy. Your physical body is energy. Your physical movements is energy. 
your environment is energy. All of the pieces of paper on your desk is energy, right? So Mm -hmm. when you're in that problem, exactly as we were saying earlier, like those emotions, those low vibrational emotions are just going to keep going. Like energy doesn't just go away. You have to shift it. You have to transmute it. You have to alchemize it. So by cleaning your physical environment, you are not only shifting the energy that is surrounding you, you are shifting the energy that you are carrying which mm-hmm. what you're saying, Ange, opens that space for new fresh energy to come in, right? Gabby Bernstein in one of her cards, um, it says, your external environment is a reflection of your internal condition. And that's exactly what you're saying, Ange, that like, it, if you're experiencing a problem that's outside of you, it's most likely reflecting something that you're carrying within you. Again, no judgment. Like we're all human. We all carry tough shit sometimes. But if it's really bothering you and you're choosing to ignore it, that's a sign that something that you are carrying internally is also really bothering you and you're choosing to ignore it. So Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to progress, you're wanting to move forward, if you're wanting to create change and you don't have the energy to hustle, You don't have that space to move and take a bunch of action and step back and ask yourself, what small action can I take today to shift the energy that I'm currently feeling? Because I know when I shift the energy I'm feeling, it opens me up to receive more clarity and receive solutions. That's perfect. What can I do to shift the energy? Like what more could we just say on that? That's it. We're done. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Go for a walk, clean your house play some music, dance, do a workout, do some yoga, meditate to shift the energy in your mind. Like there's so many things that you can do to shift the energy. So what do you say if maybe we pull a card and see if there's a message coming forward for us in shifting energy? Let's do it. Cause I really feel that whatever card is about to be pulled and also what deck are you using? (laughs) This is the power animal Oracle deck from Stephen farmer. Oh, you haven't, I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah, I haven't used this one in a while. Okay, so just asking the cards, you know, what 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 do we need to know right now in our lives in order to shift the energy? What do we need to know right now as a collective in order to create an energy shift in a positive way? What do we need to remember? Shift some energy. Cards are really wanting to make sure that the right one comes out. And there we go. Two, two pops. Always out. happens. <laughs> okay. So the first one that's flipped over is squirrel preparation. Get ready for big changes. This is such a great message to receive right now um, for all of us, especially if we are wanting to shift the energy and we feel like something needs to change in our lives. The energy behind squirrel, if if you don't know, squirrels in the fall gather all the nuts and seeds that they can and they store them in a tree trunk or somewhere where their home is. So then during winter season, when changes occur and they can't as easily gather the food to sustain them, they already know that they have a supply for them. 
right? So this card is saying something's going to be changing in your life. And rather than step into that change with zero preparation and feel like, oh my God, how am I going to take care of myself? It's saying, how can you prepare? How can you prepare to take care of yourself so you're ready for this change? So this is a great card for you to look at listeners or viewers Look at individually in your life right now, where am I not taking care of myself? Where am I not ensuring that my physical health is taken care of? My mental health is taken care of. My spiritual health is taken care of, right? Because those are the things that you have control over, how you take care of yourself and how you show up in the world. This card is saying something outside of us is going to change and you don't get to control how that happens. So prepare right? Start making sure that you're eating healthy, you're getting adequate sleep, you're moving your body in a healthy way, you're taking care of your mind by releasing the stress and creating more moments of peace. You're taking care of your soul by pursuing your passions, um, filling up your cup by making sure that you are following your interests and you're creating joy in your life. So Energy is shifting and and it's going to shift outside of you. And if you want it to shift outside of you in a positive way, then you need to start shifting the energy inside of you in a positive way and taking care of those three things, your physical health, your mental health, and your spiritual health. That is a great way to ensure that you are prepared for when these big changes occur. So get personal. What does this mean to you? And how can you start showing up in your life where you are preparing? The second card is Koala, empathy. Speak less and listen more. This card is great because it's not only in connection with other people, like we were saying at the beginning of this episode, like don't speak to share your opinion, choose to listen to broaden your perspective, right? But Koala is also saying for you, Your mind is going a mile a minute and it's just thinking and thinking and thinking, especially when a problem pops up in your life. Where's the solution? How can I find the solution? Which way do I need to go to find the solution? Now, how do I need to act out the solution? And what what if I take this step? Right? It's just going and going and going. And Koala says, like, stop speaking. That's your mind speaking. Start listening. Listen to your heart. Create that safe space to slow down and say, you know what? I'm going to shift some energy by preparing and creating a beautiful space for myself, a beautiful environment for myself. And I'm going to slow down and I'm going to listen. What does my heart really desire? What does my soul really need right now to feel fed, to feel uplifted, right? I know my mind is going to say all these million things that I need, but my mind's not always the one that's right. So How can you speak less and listen more to create that safe space for yourself? Beautiful. Like, wow. Oh, wow. Those definitely resonated not only with this this conversation, but even with what's currently going on in my personal life. So I'd love to turn it to you guys. Does this resonate with you based off of the conversation we had? Or does it resonate with you based off of what you guys are currently living through? Let us know in the comments down below, especially if you guys are watching this on YouTube. We'd love to chat with you guys further down in the comments. Um, That being said, 
I want to thank you guys all for being here for the 105th time, whether this is your first time or multiple if time. Thank you so, so much for being here. It means the absolute world. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Don't forget to leave a rating and review if you guys are listening to us on Spotify, any podcast uh, player out there, we are on it. So make sure you guys let us know if there's anything that you would like to chat about further. Maybe you have a specific problem that you have going on in your life. We'd love to have you understand a different perspective to your current situation and help you move through it with as much ease and grace as possible. So with that said, we're going to leave it here. We're sending you guys so much love, positive vibes, all the squirrels and koalas. I hope they pop up into your life. And if they do, then you know, you will know (laughs) this message was definitely for you. So we love you and we'll see you guys and chat with you guys all next week. Bye. Bye everyone.